Berlin, Europeans sat down and subdivided our continent at time separating a brother from a sister. After they finished doing that and colonizing us, they, they went ahead and taught us to fear, hate, and keep away from each other. So you are my neighbor, but I fear you, and I want to mingle with you. Let me give you an example and use a few African examples. Today, it is easier for a European to travel within Europe without requirement of a visa. They can trade, make money, visit each other, spend money, and the European Union area, and they make a lot of money, they're becoming rich and rich every day. In Africa, our former colonies and what they taught us still prevails. Then they mingle among each other. Today in Africa, the reality is that for an African to visit a European nation, an ordinary African, to visit an European nation, is like, let me give you an example my teacher used to use, it's like trying to milk an elephant because of the visa process. However, for a European to visit an African nation, most of our nations, it is like a walk on the beach. It's like going to have a cup of tea. But then that is not the problem. The tragedy is that now for an African to visit a fellow African within the African Union, the visa restrictions in many of our nations among us, between our brothers and sisters, is like trying to brush the teeth of a crocodile. They came, divided us, and they have taught us to keep each other from each other. Then they're mingling with each other and making money and growing, but they have taught us to hate each other. But for us to really enjoy the true economic benefits of the Africa continental free trade area, we need to behave like the Europeans and allow for the free movement of people and trade. Our development agencies, such as the African Union Development Agency and others, cannot really succeed when there are all these restrictions among ourselves. To this end, in our contribution to this continental aspiration, Kenya is committed to progressively, and we are moving very fast by the end of this year, to abolish visas to citizens from African Union member states to make it easier to invest and do business in Kenya and across the continent. We are going to open the borders of Kenya. We do not fear our fellow Africans. <coughs> Come, travel to Kenya. Live, do business in Kenya. Trade, make money in Kenya. And we hope we'll get reciprocity with the rest of you. Let us open our continent so that we can make money and live together. Let us remove the shackles of colonialism that are still embedded in our heads and be able to move forward. Mr. Chair, Chairperson, Excellencies, climate change continues to ravage lives and livelihoods of millions of people in Africa as a result of drought, floods, and erratic rainfall patterns, extreme heat conditions, among many other problems. These have significantly distorted our agricultural-based economies with devastating losses. It's flooding Malawi. It's dry in northern and other parts of this uh, continent of ours.
Previous global climate uh, meetings have spent a lot of time in long conversations and stories without tangible commitments to reverse the adverse effects of climate change. Going forward, the future of, uh, of this matter, Africa's voice must be consolidated. And this is very important. Africa's voice must be consolidated and amplified to underscore our special circumstances and call for a fair international financial system where we all participate so that we can discuss and be able to sort out proper funding so we can take care of the problems that have been caused by the ravages of climate change. We need to have a discussion with the international community about the debt. African nations are not saying they don't want to pay debt. If you borrow money, you pay back money. We want to pay. But we want to be able to pay in an international financial system that is fair to all of us. We want to be able to discuss uh, moratoriums. We want to be able to discuss refinancing of our debts because of the problems that we faced. But we still want to pay our debts. But we need to sit on the table of these international financial systems as equals. Right now we have shareholders and the rest of us. And they decide what they want. We are saying Africa's place has to be at the table, making decisions about our future, especially when it comes to the problems caused by climate change. Later on this year, we have COP28. And for us to be able to succeed, we will need a unified voice as Africans. President William Ruto of the Republic of Kenya as his capacity as the chairperson of the Committee of African Heads of State and Government on Climate Change, KAOSC, will be convening an African Climate Summit in Nairobi from the 4th to the 5th of September this year, a few months from today. Once again, on behalf of His Excellency the President, and on my own behalf, I extend an invitation to all of you to come and participate in this important and timely conversation. Please, come so that for the first time we can have a tough, non-compromising, they may not like it, but they'll have to bear with us, position so that when we go to COP28, Africa has a position that the rest of the world will listen to, so that we can be able to sort out the stories and get real revenue from what we need to achieve. So please, welcome to COP to, uh, to African Climate Summit meeting in Nairobi from the 4th, 5th and 6th of September of this year. Mr. Chairperson, Kenya remains true to the fulfillment of our mandate of the African region as a vision under the 2063 aspirations. We must remain faithful in the implementation of decisions that we make in our sessions. Let me say something that some of you may not like. African Union needs to be self-reliant. As long as the bulk of the AU funds come from outside the African continent, we somehow will find ourselves dancing to the music that is not of our own making. Therefore, we must address the issue of reforms that will enable us to fund our own programs. Funding that comes from our friends is good, but it needs to be funding that is in support of our programs and not our lifeline. Therefore, this calls for a critical look at the architecture of the African Union and the way we implement our decisions and the way we fund this continent. It's a discussion that we must have and we must agree to ourselves that we need to take care of ourselves. 
so that others can support us, but we are not being told to dance. My teacher used to say that at times when, when you are wearing somebody's suit, you know, and you start dancing, they start telling you slow down because you may ruin that suit. <laughs> you know, we want to wear our own suits and dance the way we want, not to the tunes of other people. Mr. Chairperson, bearing in mind that there can be no development without peace, Kenya has remained committed to the silencing of guns initiative. We reaffirm that we must work tirelessly towards ending all civil wars, conflicts, gender-based violence, and the prevention of genocide. Kenya has actively participated in peace and mediation efforts at the regional level. Kenya is also spearheading the Nairobi process to bring an end to hostilities in the eastern region of the Democratic Republic of Congo and have deployed our defense forces to this region as part of the peacekeeping and enforcement measures. Kenya is also currently chairing the IGAD quartet group of countries for the resolution of the situation in the Republic of the Sudan. And we should all be proud of ourselves as Africans. We are taking charge and saying we need African solutions to African problems and we are all leading from the front, all of us from the continent of Africa. As I conclude, Mr. Cham Person, Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, the destiny of Africa lies in our hands to shape it to a place of prosperity, full of socio-economic opportunities and hope for our people. It is in our ability to transform Africa as a place to be and reverse the migration trajectory with our hands on the deck and commitment to walk the talk to our destination of the Africa we want where no child shall sleep on an empty stomach. We want an Africa where guns shall be used to protect the freedom of our people and our resources will provide a solid base for industrial revolution and create jobs for our people while providing the much needed global supply chain diversification option. in Europe. But when it comes to us, they say, no, you must have bought us. Why? The division of South Africa is what makes them thrive. They thrive on the division of the African continent. Can you imagine the minerals of DRC combined with the minerals of South Africa and with a new currency based on the minerals? What we can do to the dollar? If we become a United States of Africa with our minerals alone, we can collapse the dollar. We can collapse the strong pound that is based on gold, yet they don't have a gold mine. So why do you allow such things? There were no borders and we must all of us unite in that call. Yeah. Free movements of persons, free movements of goods will make this country flourish.